0: Greetings to all you out there listening to the real person real needs podcast the first episode of 2016 my name is Jeff Desiato got so much to talk about today on uh, the podcast hopefully you had a great holiday season a great new year and uh, hopefully you set a lot of really big hairy audacious goals for yourself in 2016 I know I have uh, aim high so that if you uh if you fall short, you still are pretty high, I guess. I don't, I don't really know how to articulate it anyway other than that. But uh, I had an interesting experience over the holidays, as I'm sure many of you had, especially when you get together with family and there's alcohol involved. But um, not personally me, but just it being surrounded by that atmosphere. Uh, today's episode, I want to talk about looking back so that we can look forward. Obviously, it's very appropriate when you're starting a new year, you start to become very uh, introspective and retrospective. You start to look back at your life and take inventory about where you are up to this point. And, you know, the last episode we talked about the two most important days of your life, how you can uh, hopefully be born and then discover why you were born. Those two things are very important. And, uh, you know, I I followed up the podcast with a a more uh, elaborating on that idea a little bit more uh, in a blog post. So you can check that out uh at, at realpersonrealneeds.com if you want to read the blog post but uh what i found very interesting was in doing that i got a good response from people people saying man i really i'm questioning i've been doing the same thing for 20 years and i'm i'm challenged by this you know which is awesome i'm glad that people are thinking that way but along the same lines when you're at at this point in your life and you have a new year i really want to encourage people to spend 2016 finding their purpose, the idea that they, you know, the two most important days are the day that you're born and the day that you find out why. To dedicate 2016 to be the day you find out why, or the 365 days, if it takes that long, if it takes even more than that, if it takes you over 700 days, that should be your driving focus uh, from now on. You should put everything else on the back burner until you know why you were put on this earth. How can you? contribute how can you live how can you get you put your feet on the floor next to your bed in the morning you need to discover your purpose and that doesn't mean that you just throw everything in the trash and abandon your past life which I think sometimes people will say you know find out what you're supposed to do and then once you figure that out everything before that goes out the window because we have responsibilities we have people that we're accountable to and you can't just drop everything and start to pursue your dream as much as we would like to do that uh, for me i 'm involved with a number of things you know i 'm in real estate as my profession uh, but but it 's hardly my passion my reason as I discussed previously on the podcast was to get into uh self employment entrepreneurship whatever you want to call it so that I could take back my sanity and take back the reins of my life and as a result i you know, I I've been able to pursue some of those passions and dreams that I have in the hopes to eventually convert those into my profession. But um, you know, that's that might be where you are. That might be what twenty sixteen is for you. But one of the things I've noticed more than anything else, I'm reading a book right now by John A. Cuff called Quitter. Uh, I highly recommend him. He writes great books about uh finding your dream job but not abandoning your day job and things like that. So in this book, it's the idea, it's something that I really am a huge proponent of is redeeming everything from your past. Now, there are tons of things that we would rather not think about. You know, there are a lot of mistakes that I made both privately and professionally that I'd rather not drudge up over and over again. And I don't recommend. I don't recommend that. I know psych psycho whatever psychiatrists and stuff always say, like, go back to the part where you were most pained as a child. I think that's Destructive. I don't think there's anything constructive about that, but I don't have a degree in that field, so you can take my opinion for what it is. But what I would say is there are moments in our life that are signposts or turning points, and it's very important that we look back at where we've come from, how far we've come, so that we can say, okay, there, it may not have seemed like there's a direction, but there's definitely a trajectory to my life, and we can either take that time to adjust the trage- trajectory, if we're not, that's a hard word to say, <laughs> uh, trajectory, if we're not pleased with it, or we can say, okay, there's a pattern here, even though I didn't feel like it at the time when I made those decisions or those things happened to me, we can start to move forward and move onward, which is what, obviously, when you come into a new year, you start to think about, okay, what's this year going to hold for me? And there's a couple quotes that I'd like to share with you. One is by James Baldwin, and I always preface this, when I'm looking for cool quotes and stuff, I just, I'm a big quote guy because people are a lot more articulate than I am. Essentially, these quotes sum up the entire you know, 20, 30-minute episode, so I could just read them and, and get off the microphone, but I like, I'm long-winded. I like to talk, but this quote by James Baldwin, uh, I don't know anything else that he's really said. I apologize for that. I, I probably should do more research, but it says, If you know whence you came, there are absolutely no limitations to where you can go. And that's what I kind of was thinking about as I came into this new year. If we look back and see where we've come from, then we are better positioned to go beyond the bounds in our future life. And and how we direct our career or our family life or our vocation, whatever you want to call it. If we understand and embrace where we've come from, good and bad, warts and all. Not to say that we live in the shadow of our failures, not to say that some heart, some way that someone abused us or hurt us is the, the, the cross that we 're going to bear for the rest of our life. no, on the exact opposite we 're going to say all this you know this stuff has happened to me, and i 'm still here fighting, and that should spark innovation in our hearts and and creativity and just inspire us to go further. If, if I could get this far, and it might not feel that far, but if you look back from where you've come from, you'll see the distance. If I can get this far with all the crap that I went through, how much when I take ownership of my life and I start to plan ahead and I start to give God my life and hand it over you know whether you're a religious person or not where you start to say there's a greater purpose here than just me getting ahead has nothing to do with that it's how can I have the most effect the largest uh ripple from my rock in the water you know like how can I reach far and in order to do that I, I have the firm conviction that you must go back and see the, the times when you could have given up, the times that you could have been knocked down and you kept pressing on. Uh, there's another quote by Nishan Panoir. It's always remember where you came from and who you were, but live each day for what you became and who you are. And hopefully when we do that, when we look back, and I need to look back at myself and I'm like, man, I was such a loser. Not success-wise. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about psychologically, emotionally, spiritually. I was corrupt. I was bankrupt. And it wasn't until I had a genuine encounter with reality. And for me, it was an encounter with God. But for you, it may have been a, you know, a you may have hit rock bottom, and now you're looking up and all you see is the sun, and you're like, okay, I can get out of this. I can get through this. But in order to do that, we have to understand how even in the prison that we put ourselves in, even in the way we've lived, a prodigal life you know as far as like reckless childhood or or reckless upbringing, whatever it may be, there was a purpose in those things, and it's made us who we are today, good or bad, and we can't abandon those things you know we need to know where we came from so that we can know where we're going and and I found it really interesting and we my family uh I'm of italian descent on on my father's side, so every Christmas Eve we have what's called the Feast of the Seven Fishes. And if you're Italian, you know what that is. Uh, we eat all these different kinds of fish, and it's prepared a various number of ways. It could be in a sauce. It could be over pasta, over bread, whatever. Uh, but we do this every Christmas Eve. It's a, tr- a tradition. And uh, this is the second Christmas Eve without my my grandmother, who was the the matriarch of our clan on my dad's side. And uh, my uncle pulled out a bunch of things that were left over uh, you know, when you empty out the house and all that kind of stuff. And there was paperwork. There was uh, mini cassette recorders where she had uh, gone back. And, and, and in her 60s, she, from Italy, you know, she came to America uh, when she was a young woman. But back in her 60s, she decided to go and get her master's degree in English, which was really impressive. Uh, but we found cassette tapes of her speaking and and re- reciting her, her papers and her theses and all these things. And it was really interesting to hear her again, obviously. But as we went through more and more, and as I said, I'm in the real estate business, we found something that I want to share with you. And if you go on realpersonrealneeds.com, I'm also going to follow this, this uh, episode up with a blog post. But uh, you'll be able to see what I'm referring to. I'm going to put a picture up of it. But we went through. We found all this paperwork, and there was this envelope that said last will and testament. But it didn't have a will or will and testament in it. What it did have, however, was real estate documents, which being in someone who has a, you know, my profession is real estate, my business is called Desiato Homes. Um, I found it really interesting, and my uncle gave it to me. He said, you should ha- you should keep this. This is a piece of your history, and I was taken aback because I just thought Desiato Homes was, that's oh, my last name, so I'll make it my business name, but I didn't think about the fact that, The Desiato family legacy is carried on through me naming my business this way. You know, good or bad, success or failure, my business is forever tied to my family. And it's a scary thought, but it's also an encouraging thing because uh, indirectly or directly, everyone that has that last name is uh, rooting for my success, which is kind of encouraging to think about when you, you think you're on an island sometimes. But it's that history, the family origin, the heritage that you come from. And a lot of us have come from really bad backgrounds. Let's just face it. We've had, uh, you know, you may have had abusive parents. You may have not, you may have had absentee parents, which may in some cases be better than abusive parents. I don't know. You could talk to someone on either side of the argument. Uh, You may have made some stupid mistakes yourself, but you could justify it because your parents were terrible, whatever. But ultimately, it becomes about how we decide to live our life. And we can decide to look back on our life and say, these things that happened to me are excuses for me to continue a pattern of failure. Or we can look back at those things and say, how did I get this far when I went through all the crap that I went through and I I walked through all the landmines of my life and I'm still here, scars and all? How can I go forward? So we never want to just abandon our past because it is really who we are regardless of whether we like it or not. But what anyway, I always kind of go off on these tangents, but what I found interesting was uh, included in these documents was an agreement of sale from 1954. And what was especially interesting about that <laughs> was they found the document of my great-grandfather purchasing a home in Philadelphia for 14000 or $13,000 dollars The home that would eventually be where my grandfather, who came over in 1959, came over and started to practice medicine. And he was a doctor in the Philadelphia area until he died in 1987. So I didn't really get to know my grandfather that well. I was only three years old when he passed away. So I only get to hear stories about him and things like that. But I found it so moving to look at this and say... This is where it all started. My grandfather came to America and set up shop in this house and I have the agreement of sale. And for someone who works in real estate, it just brought all these emotions and feelings about this is the legacy here. You know, it's just a job. It's a career, but it's a business and it's and it's not the thing that gets me out of the bed in the morning. You know, my family does and and the things that I'm really passionate about. And thankfully because in real estate, you work for yourself. You can make your business what you want it to be, and that's what I've chosen to do with "Real Person, Real Needs" slogan, and and dedicated to being authentic, having integrity, and aligning myself with organizations and other people and professions that are like minded, and meeting real needs, not just real estate needs. You know what I mean? And and I'll I'll talk about it on a future podcast how I I intend to do that, but. I'm really committed to the home and restoring it and giving people something that they didn't have before, whether it may be a foster child or someone who's uh, you know been raised in generational poverty and and they are looking to break out of that and they need a, a helping hand to get out of that mess. you know there are a number of organizations that do things like that Habitat for Humanity and things like that. but looking at this document it's what's interesting is it's only a one page document which now real estate agreements of sale are like 14 pages, depending on what state you're in. Uh, But I found it so interesting to see, and and it has my great-grandfather's signature on it, which I think that's just cool in and of itself. I never met the man. But uh, to see that he was signing a paper that was to build a life for his family. He came over uh, much earlier than my grandfather, as many Italian immigrants did. And what was interesting as I, I learned from my uncle is that he sent for them uh, and they would come and, and, and visit, I believe. But when he invested this, you know, purchasing this house and he put that investment down and and it ended up being the house where my father would set up his medical practice, you know, my – I'm sorry, my grandfather. My grandfather was considered a successful man to come and be a doctor and, and be a doctor for all of the Italian immigrants really. Uh that is a legacy that is tied to me because of my last name. I'm not in the medical profession, but I have the same last name as this person. And even to this day, I meet people. uh, And if they're from, of Italian descent in the Philadelphia area, they'll say, Oh yeah, you know, Dr. Nick, you know, and they talk about him and they, they know who he was because he had uh, a reputation, especially among the Italian Americans. But, Anyway, it just had such a moving effect on me, and and it caused me to really think back, like all the things that I always say, like in passing, like when I'm doing a short story about how I got to where I am, it's always like, yeah, I did this, that didn't work, I did this, it didn't work, I failed, I got fired at this job, I did that, and it looks like a bunch of missteps, it looks like a bunch of failures. And then I say, you know, like, but now I just kind of do this because I don't have any real skills. So all I can do is talk. So that's why I'm in real estate because it's just a lot of talking, um, which is obviously a very low view of what I do. And I, I don't want to give you the impression that I don't uh, high, you know, hold to what I do with, uh, with high integrity and doing my best and giving it my all. But it, it was a reminder to me to continue to look at things – And say, how were these a reflection, and how can these be used for good in my life? What was intended for evil, how can that be redeemed into something that is good? And, you know, I can look back, and and I encourage you to do that. To look back at your life and say, okay, let, let me look at some of these key points. Different jobs, moving, relationships, you know, a death in the family, whatever these Uh, what we would call memorials. We, We look back and we can see those signposts that changed the trajectory of our life. And when we look back and we see that, I challenge you to look at it from a higher perspective. Not like, oh, I just, this happened, so I made this decision. Dare to believe that there is a design and that there is a purpose in everybody's life. And there is a direction, whether we want to believe it or not. I'm convinced, and it's my core conviction, that everyone has been created to reflect the image of the creator. Whether you choose to believe that or not, I'm sorry. If I offended half of you, too bad. You can find another podcast that you can listen to. But I am real about what I believe. I'm real about meeting the needs of people. And I know I look around the world, and I see a lot of people that have no purpose. And it's been it's because they've been told that everything that happens to them is random and it's not random. There is a direction whether we want to believe it or not. So it's important that as we look forward, that we don't forget to look back and say, what has gotten me to this point? Look back at the decisions that you've made the last few major life changes. What inspired those? What drove you to make those decisions? And you'd be surprised that you can trace a line. You can see, okay, well, it's interesting. I got here because I met this girl. And, you know, for me, you know, I'm where I am now. And it's all kind of random. You know, I met my wife and, you know, we moved up further north because we were getting closer to her parents and stuff. I never would have been in the area that I'm in if not for that. But there have been so many huge opportunities as a result of me being in the area where I live And I have to say, wow, like it's all connected. It's all tied together. And I encourage you, you know, something I want to do in 2016, uh, there's tons of things and I'm pursuing, you know, a lot of my creative arts outlets and things like that. So I encourage you to, to, to not forgo your passions and things like that. But I encourage you also to look back and start to, trace your family heritage where did you come from what what did your grandfather do for a living you probably didn't think about it that much because he was probably retired for most of your life what did your great grandfather do you know ancestry.com whatever you have to do start to trace back that lineage and i want to do it for myself because i want to know where i came from and i want to be appreciative of the sacrifices that were made you know there's a quote by isaac newton that said we can see further on the horizon because we're standing on the shoulders of giants. And, you know, the, the greatest generation, we hear all about them and stuff. And that really is a great generation. Because they sacrificed their dreams. Uh, you know, living. And, and they, they sacrificed for others. So that the dream of having a real uh, heritage, a real lineage, and a, and a, an inheritance to leave to onto their family was important. A name. A reputation whatever it may have been that was more important than just goofing around and and having fun you know it was there was something significant there and and I'm challenged by that because i often do talk about like finding your dreams going and doing those things follow your passions and a lot of times when we look back we see people who didn't even think that way it was i'm going to provide for my family and as a result i'm here and i want to honor them With the way that I live my life, I wanna honor them for the sacrifices that they've made. I wanna look back so that when I look forward, I have a clearer vision. It's not clouded by, oh, look at all these random things that happened and all these mistakes. I guess I gotta just keep trying and keep keeping on. It becomes, look at this trajectory. As malformed as it may appear, it's still getting me further, it's taking me higher. That's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. And if you're interested in finding out more, please go to realpersonrealneeds.com. I'd love to hear from you. Sign up to get my newsletter, and and, uh, we'll stay in touch. We can have the conversation. Go to iTunes. Give us a review. Uh, Four stars and above, please. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Find me on Facebook, facebook facebook.com slash Desiato Homes. Um, This podcast is an outflow of my real estate business, but that's not really what I talk about. Uh, And it's not really what I spend my time doing most of the time. Um, But check out realpersonrealneeds.com. Until next time, please focus on authenticity and integrity. Find someone where you can meet their genuine need today. Help people find a place that they can call home. Thanks a lot, guys. I'll talk to you soon. I'm out of here.